It's really nice out. Yeah. It's good weather. Spring has sprung. Yes. Just in time <laughs> to talk about... The bees are humming right next to our window. Just in time to talk about some cars. Yeah. So... Oh my gosh. This is, well, okay, we are One Way Ticket to Nobog. Hi. Hello. I am your host this episode. My name is Renee Kuharchuk. Um, with me, I have my co-hosts. Keith Daydoni. And. Matt Swedick. <gasps> and we are going to be reviewing the movie Maximum Overdrive. Okay, I have a lot to say about this movie. <laughs> Deep breath. Um, so I picked this movie. I watched it for the first time. Not, like, too long ago. Like, probably, like, a couple years ago. Um, And it's stayed with me since. And this is a Stephen King original. And a Stephen King first and ever only directed. Congratulations, Stephen King. Which is excellent. I knew you could do it. And that brings us to a couple things. But first, um, a little synopsis. Maximum Overdrive is basically a movie about trucks trying to kill people. Yeah, essentially. Like, it's just, that the, that's, there's so many other things happening, but that is just, like, the basic thing going on. Um, so this movie's got Stephen King directing. He's in it for a little brief bit, as he is in, in a lot of his movies. Um, this movie started off as his short story called Trucks, which was featured in one of his um, novels that was released called Night Shift, which was, like, a bunch of short stories. Ooh, I've heard Night Shift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that had, like, a lot of popular uh, Stephen King hits in it. Um, other people in this movie, notable people, Emilio Estevez. Yes, Emilio. We got another of the Estevez family. Yep, they're which going. is just... You, you know. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I wish we could totally what forgot about that. Joe? Give them all a Jim? Uh, Joseph? Bill? Yeah. Bob Joseph? Estevez? Hank Estevez. <laughs> Dad Estevez. Um, and, and then you're Lee Smith, the voice of Lisa Simpson. Oh, yeah. that was weird. Lisa, it's, it was weird, because like, when you hear her talk... You're just like, oh, it's Lisa. But like, like, it's a Southern Lisa? Yeah. <laughs> like, a really bratty Southern Lisa. Curtis! Curtis! <laughs> oh my god. So, um. Curtis, you come back here. You don't go out there. Shut up, Lisa. She got a little annoying. Quiet, that. Lisa. She got like a that was annoying. pretty much 90% of her lines. It's like, don't do that. It's not safe. Shut up! Curtis! <laughs> yeah, lots of Curtis. <laughs> So, um, just some backstory into this movie in general. Entire soundtrack is ACDC. Yeah! <laughs> just just throwing that out there is fantastic. And the Who Made Who album is pretty much the whole entire soundtrack of the entire movie. So that was released same year. It was like, well, 86, 87. So. The way it should be. Yeah. Um, and Keith, you had a little fun fact about this movie you mentioned earlier. Oh, about Stephen King? Yes, about Stephen King. Yeah. What was what was his state of mind Probably while making Stephen this movie? Stephen King himself that said he was coked out of his mind while he made this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that pretty much sets up the whole tone. And it's it sums it up quite nicely. I mean, yeah. like, there's no other description that can so adequately describe this, which is fabulous. Um Interesting strategy. Most people do coke before or after production. He did it during. Yeah, well, he had to get it. He had to he get was, it through. Yeah. He had to get himself through the the madness <laughs> the, that, of what he created. Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah Pretty much start to finish. Um, <laughs> some other fun facts about this. Um, when asked why he hasn't directed anything since this movie, he responds, "We'll just watch Maximum Overdrive." <laughs> Which is good. It's good that he learned from it and was yes. like, okay, I'm not a director. He made a yes. perfect movie and why would he have to direct again? That's That was what I thought he was going for. I think he was trying to take the high road and just saying I was really bad like, at no, it. No, you guys, I did it. <laughs> I won the movies. The end. No one else directs. Who made who? Um, also, um... De Laurentiis, the uh, director and also like producer, the husband wife couple. Yeah. This was like a or uh, what do you call it? Passion project. Uh, no, 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 it was actually like through it was through their like production company. Okay. Um, the wife produced it, Martha De Laurentiis. Um, and he didn't obviously he or the Dino De Laurentiis didn't obviously direct it, but he was like affiliated with Stephen King through some of his other movies like Firestarter. Um, he did like King Kong and like Serpico oh. and stuff like that. So he kind of like a like a big person, kind of involved in this really crappy movie, which is really <laughs> funny. Um, so starting with uh some opening, I have some notes. I have like backstory notes, like fun fact notes, and then I have like 
plot notes. Okay. So the opening scene, which is excellent, um, <clears throat> it's basically like the shot of a bank and it's Stephen King trying to take money out of the ATM and like the bank sign, you know how it does like dates and temperatures says like starts saying like, fuck you, like, fuck you. That caught me by surprise and I'm watching him like, okay, what the, what? Whoops. <laughs> And then Stephen King... foul language. <laughs> Someone's getting fired. <laughs> Stephen King is just like, the ATM is calling me an asshole. And so like, you can see like things start to malfunction. Um, and that brings us to the drawbridge scene, which I thought was a pretty... <laughs> oh, yeah. A pretty funny yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's starting to just like set the tone of like everything malfunctioning. And so it's these two workers who work at the drawbridge and like the two sides just start going up with the cars on it. And we do get an excellent clip of the ACDC van yep. that's in this movie, which Those is awesome. And they always got the worst luck, don't they? Get stuck right on a raising bridge. Poor Bon Scott. Oh, and uh, th- that was going to bring me to the point of that Stephen King wanted ACDC to be in this movie. And was like, please, uh, so please, please, please be in this movie. And they're like, no, we don't want to. We're not actors. And so I wonder if you would have had him be like the main character. Like, was Emilio Estevez yeah. a second choice? After the guys from ACDC. Oh Actually, it's funny you say that. Um, maybe uh, me and the rest of us was a second choice, but for Bruce Springsteen. Oh, <laughs> shit! <laughs> and so just imagine if he actually was in it, they're like, which is Bruce Springsteen songs. So oh my god. More ACDC. I like to think that he would have still had ACDC do the soundtrack and Bruce Springsteen <laughs> be the star. And then Bruce Springsteen would be like, what? Do, you, do you want me to do a song? No. Yeah, because he hasn't got covered you. Bruce. Yeah, okay. don't worry about it. Because he sucks. Bruce Springsteen sucks. <laughs> he was born to run. He's born to run. Yeah. And born in the USA. In and the, the USA. middle of the road. He loves it. He's stupid. He loves it so much. He's stupid. Christ. He's so stupid. Okay, so anyway, tangent. So draw, <laughs> drawbridge scene. The weird Bruce Springsteen <laughs> hates. I don't know. Yeah, what, I don't what like did him. the boss ever do to you? <laughs> he's just I'm not a fan. I think he's alright. I don't care. <laughs> He doesn't. He doesn't evoke any strong emotions in me one way or the other. He's just kind of a. He's just a man. Middle of the road. Yeah. He's just. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't like. I don't want him to die. I'm just. I'm like. I don't like his music. I'm just. I'm not a fan. Okay. So you want him to die? No, I don't want him to die. <laughs> so drawbridge scene. Um, funny things are happening, and then we get cut. We cut to a little league, which is these kids playing, and then all of a sudden, like you know. This lawnmower stuff starts attacking people. And I actually have to say this, and I'm going to say it right away. This is, like, my favorite part because <laughs> the Little League scene is when a Coke machine just, like, goes, yeah. like, starts shooting Coke cans. Yeah, at the kids. And so, like, kids are getting, like, knocked at as they're, like, running away. <laughs> and then the coach takes one one oh directly God. to the head and directly yeah. to the groin. And With it's excellent. vicious-looking head wound. Yes. Because it's like, oh, that's kind of funny. And then you look at his head like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That's terrible. That's it looks worst. like a sledgehammer. Hit him oh. in the face. <laughs> Christ. Yeah, like, it, it, in yes. terms of that scene and the previous scene with the drawbridge, like, they're, they look funny. Like, they're hysterical ideas, but they are shot very earnestly. Like, this is hurting people. I'm like, like I didn't know how to feel at, at certain scenes. It's like, that's kind of funny looking, but at the same time, that's horrific. Yes. Like, to see these cars flipping over onto each other yeah. and people just going flying through. I kind of just felt humor. What's <laughs> that? To be honest with you. We're I'm going to say drawbridge. I did too. <laughs> the drawbridge <laughs> is at, like, maybe a 45 degree angle and trucks and vans are just falling down. Yeah. Like, they're flipping down the bridge. At and that point, I'm like, just Bad shit's car. happening. Just yeah. The truck. No Don't one leave. got out. No run, one walked away. Run away. Uh, no, I'm going to, I'm going to. And the one truck who tries to like continue, like just drive over it, (laughs) yeah, and then like falls in the water. Christ, how did that not work? (laughs) Drive over the open drawbridge. Well, if you go fast enough, (laughs) just ramp it. Yeah, Yeah, you got it. Just make it like a badass jump. (laughs) Think of how cool he would have been if he would have made it. That is a good point. Just nice, dead. Just I I always think of that when I see the bridge, like in real life. Just thinking, like, what if that opens up? I'm on it. That'll never happen. Never in a million years. That won't happen. And I just watched it happen. I'm like, oh god, that's terrible. That could happen at any moment. Well, if aliens hiding inside the tail of a comet make it happen. Yes. Or an angry then dude. <laughs> like, some guy, okay. like, it's his last days. So like, I'm gonna fuck everyone on this bridge. Dunk. Like, that could happen. I wonder it's if, like, certain bridges have, like, the dual, like, one side and one side. Like, they're kinda separate. Kind of like, you know, you Ooh, both have yeah. to turn your keys. Yeah. <laughs> And they kind of showed that in the movie because they had like these two lovers that flipped. Yeah, like but I was like, what if they were like 
you had to be like, okay, ready, one, two, and you're on the walkie-talkie. Like <laughs> a separate... Ra- so yeah, I got two hands. <laughs> Just buzz in there. Let's do it. Click. Like turn on a stove. Uh, Little League. Oh, this also. Oh my gosh. Okay, so the kids are getting are eating it on the soda cans being launched at their faces. Yep. And then a steamroller just comes <laughs> in over the fence. Yeah. Out of nowhere. And just steamrolls a kid. Oh, and so, well, numerous kids. And actually, this scene is um, a scene that was cut because it was too gory. They were initially going to attach like a bag of fake blood. So like when the steamroller rolled over it, it was supposed to explode and then like do almost like a printing effect. Mm-hmm. Like it was supposed to cover the steamroller and then like print blood like down the field. But it was too gory, so they cut it. It would have been less expensive to just use a kid. Oh. <laughs> just... Put him in there. It'd be authentic. And you're super concerned over the drawbridge people. Those poor like, people in their cars. Just put a kid in yeah. there. It's fine. I don't yeah. worry. They're not people yeah. yet. It's fine. Like a homeless orphan kid and throw him under the steam. There are plenty. Right? So, was this our first scene of establishing characters because of uh, uh, Deke, the little kid who is, is at the baseball game, or do we yeah, meet Amelia West of us first? No, we really no. we just start to see the little boy first, okay. and then yeah. once all the kids scatter, yeah. we start to follow him. Okay. Because then he starts going through the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when we see, like, the lawnmowers coming after him, the ice cream truck. Um, then we just see, like, the flashes of people, like Keith, you mentioned. Dad. Yeah, a lady strangled by the cord of her hair dryer. <laughs> yeah, which uh, is and normal. Then there was a dog that somehow was killed by a remote control cop yes. car. Yeah. And, like, it was which, in his mouth. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I was kind of wondering how that could have possibly happened, but, you know. Like, when you just weird. let it go? Yeah, or, like,. I, and it went just like it drove straight into his mouth. It overpowered him. Yeah. And uh, like once again with the ACDC, they're showing all these dead bodies and it's playing like heavy rock and just like yeah. ACDC rock. And it was just really strange. I'm like, this is supposed to be a horror movie, right? Yeah. Like it was. I, I didn't I was know confused. how to feel in, in a couple of scenes uh, just because of the, the, the tone of it. And it's very, it's disjointed, but in a, like an excellent, creepy way. Like it, it resonated a, like a creep factor in me that I don't usually get out of horror movies. Like, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but the scene where he's going through the, the town and he's seeing all the, the people who are dead and you're trying to figure out how they all died is amazing because there's a lot of implicit storytelling going on where we see, like, the guy on the hammock and the camera pans and you see the hammock swinging and then you see, like, his walkman is close by but it's covered in blood and then it keeps going and then you see the rest of him. It's like, that's telling you a story in that one little camera pan. I'm like, that's really well done. And the ice cream truck, like, that scared the shit out of me. Because I'm watching this kid walk around, and you see you see ice cream trucks all the time. And it's like a regular staple of life. But this thing is like a menacing, evil thing that wants to kill you. But it's happening in, in broad daylight. And, like, it just changes the way you think about the world around you. Yeah, it's like setting it up. Yeah, and it, very few movies do that. As as poignantly and, and well done as Mr. because it's such King. a well made movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with half that. Yeah. No, but it's it's funny how you say that because that's not something you normally see. Like so well done. Yeah. It's just like let's have someone talk about this to someone else who's not important yeah. to then set up the plot yeah. for the people who are watching this. Right. Like, and they got exactly. into it like right out of the gate too. Like it immediately yeah. started happening. It wasn't showing all the characters, and then weird crap starts going on. It kind of started with the weird crap, you know. Yeah, which yeah. I appreciate. Action first. Yeah, and the Get movie right into it. starts off with like a, a brief uh, paragraph that this is okay. Here's the deal. Right. Here's There's the a comment. It's doing some fucked up shit. Enjoy. And then that, that's really all the setup you need. I kind of dock points for movies that do like the. The paragraph beforehand, but I felt like this was yes, the most egregious offender. But this movie was kind of just like, okay, here's what we're doing. Here's the setup. Enjoy, and then just run with it. Mm -hmm. They did. They nailed the concept. And it's hard to. I mean, like with a movie like this, it's hard to just not be like. Uh, uh, aliens aliens radiation yeah. comet whatever is doing this just accept it like you just have to get over it could like, you imagine if there was a scene where they tried to explain what the fuck was going on it's like you can't do you that mean what the aliens in yeah the you, there, there, if this was any other movie there'd be some fucking dr weir from uh 
the uh, Event Horizon would have showed up and took a piece of paper and showed you, okay, this is how the comet works. And this is, he, they would have done the paper yeah, fold and helped. the hole, and then we would have oh, gotten it. Oh, evil trucks. I got it. But, like, even going, coming to work today, just looking at, like, all the cars and trucks on my way to work, I was just like, oh, we'd be fucked. Well, from the trucks. Yeah. The cars apparently Yeah, the, yeah, the cars, cars never do anything. Cars are on our side. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Trucks are anti us. They're so adorable. I mean, trucks are trying to kill us now. <laughs> like, like, forget the comment. They just, they just flip over at a moment's notice. They keep taking all the gas. Those jerks. So anyway, no. <laughs> so the, with that scene, um, they're setting up, like Matt, you said, they're setting up the tone. They're t- like going through the neighborhood. You're getting all these kind of backstory. You're seeing that a lot of people have been affected. Um, and then we kind of get to this Dixie truck stop. Um, and a lot of, and that's kind of our main base for everything else that kind of happens in the movie. It's our hub, yeah. And that's yeah, where we start. Everyone eventually ends up there. Yeah. 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 And that's where, um, we meet a lot of our main characters and kind of like then the, the, the craziness ensues. Um, at the truck stop, uh, Emilio Estevez is, I'm only going to call him that because I don't really yeah, know his I, name. Um, Billy. And so <laughs> we, <laughs> Bubba. and so we, um, we meet him. He works at the truck stop. Um, and then there's like the workers who actually, you know, maintain the vehicles, like mm-hmm. some of the customers. Um, we see the, the one rate, the waitress, uh, the, the first kind of bad thing that starts to happen at the truck stop is the electrical knife, like starts cutting open her arm, which is just like in this, in like the, the setup for this movie. It's just like, man, like step by step, like there's always something happening. There's like no downtime at all. Um, so she gets her arm cut open. They have a video game room, which I didn't know they yeah. had this at truck stops. That's a cool truck stop. Because you just I didn't realize it was a part of the truck stop until they <laughs> finally walked through the door, and I'm like, that's the same spot. <laughs> like, just you know, didn't make the connection. Well, because it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna just I'm gonna I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna fill my truck and maybe like shower and take a nap, yeah. and then yeah. just play some games. Play some games. It's normal. Let's get some pong going. It's fine. Um, and then they show, uh, like, this guy who gets attacked by the video games because the video games freak out and, like, electrocute him, and then, like, the cigarette machine's spitting out money and cigarettes, Mm and, um, and then we actually get introduced to some of our other main characters. Um, we get introduced to, uh, the Bible Thumper and our love interest, (laughs) our pretty lady. She's, like, a hitchhiker, and he's, like, driving her up to this truck stop. And then we also get introduced to Connie and Curtis, our newlyweds, who is, uh, Lisa Simpson. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else happens. So, um, and then oh, the the biggest, the most iconic thing I'm forgetting to talk about. Um, the truck, the Happy Toys truck with the Green Goblin. Fucking Green Goblin. Oh my god, that's like the best truck in the world. This is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. (laughs) But it's not. Yes, it is. It was the technically the the prequel. It was the first. It was the first. This is Ground Zero. Well, they only had uh, you know they could only go up from there. That's right. Glad well, they kind of did. I mean, like, yeah, you, you give them some credit. <laughs> Dipping their toe in just to see if anyone will bite. It's just a start. Um, and so then, through this whole truck stop, they're realizing, you know, shit's getting fucked up. The trucks are alive. The trucks then, like, take out people. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bible Thumper gets it. People are trying to escape. One of the workers is actually trying to go get to his son. We start to make the connection that his son is now trying to get to the truck stop. Yeah. To I see his dad. Leader. I didn't right. realize. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize that up until the point of like they have to tell him about his dad. Uh, but yeah, I, I kept thinking like we're all in the diner, and then it keeps cutting away to this kid running around the, the neighborhood. And I'm like, these are nice scenes to look at, but I'm like, what does he have to do with anything? Mm-hmm. But then later he, he proves his usefulness, and we find out that yeah, his dad was killed by the big trucks. Yeah, his dad is like, I gotta go get my son, and they're like, No, don't do it. And then he gets rammed into, and because he can't see at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're like blind, man. Don't yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Because then, like, when he's filling the trucks, that like shoots out in his face. Yo. Oh, which yo. doesn't make any sense. Because if they want the gas, why are they <laughs> kicking the thing out of the gas tank? <laughs> trucks, bad move. Why'd you do that? Was he gonna drive to get his kid? Yeah, I'm he's still, gonna take the truck. Yeah. Like, he couldn't see. It. He couldn't see a semi truck driving straight at him. That's true. That killed him. But he was gonna go driving to find his kid. He has to yeah. save him, Keith. I call shenanigans <laughs> on a lot of the truck deaths because a lot of the, s- the setup is like the truck snuck up on him somehow. I'm like, it's a fucking oh, truck. Yeah, it's an eighteen wheeler. To not get too far ahead, but towards the end, when the truck literally <laughs> sneaks up on him, 
He turns around, the truck's like 15 feet away, and his engine turns on and kills him. <laughs> the truck is on oh, Yeah. It was fantastic. Christ. He turned around in a big open street with nothing covering it, and it's like, oh my god, there's the truck! <laughs> oh no! He's so good at sneaking. <laughs> it must have had stealth mode on. <laughs> so, in all of the craziness at the truck stop, there's somehow then like a machine gun? car that looks yeah. like it's that a golf up. cart like it does not look like any kind of military vehicle whatsoever <laughs> yeah and i mean we're we find i mean i don't know if they ever really make note of it in the movie but we're in north carolina i mean like yeah. what where's this thing coming from it must have taken an awful long trip yeah, to get it was here like a day and a half before yeah. it got there right yeah and, and the so bulldozer they're... was traveling with the gun car <laughs> they want to be lonely they're friends <laughs> yeah um, so the gun cars kind of got, like, everyone in the diner, like, hostage. So they're stuck in the diner, and they gotta figure out a way. And, like, through this, they're, like, figuring out, like, this comet's been talked about on the radio. Like, they kind of are starting to piece this a little bit together of, like, why this is happening. Yeah. Okay, it's affecting things that are mechanical. And it's happening all over the world. It's not just right. Carolina. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the small town of Carolina. Mm-hmm. Just because, why not? Yeah. Just because Carolina. And then I don't really re- some of this. So it's so like action packed at the beginning. At this point, like now watching it and having seen it a couple times, I feel like it gets a little slow when they're like, "Okay, like yeah. we're trapped here." Okay, we got, and then they kind of like cut scenes of them just like, "Yeah, okay, we're diner. just gonna, yeah, yeah we're and just then gonna Emilio wait here." Hooks up with the hitchhiker, and yeah. like, "Oh, we found a room full of guns." <laughs> yeah, which just is kind normal. of random. Yeah. They try to build up a little bit of backstory for Billy, just like, I guess he's on probation, or he did something. Yeah, yeah he robbed a like store, a felon, yes. yeah. That's right. He robbed a store. And, and he's in debt to the owner. And apparently yeah. the owner, that's all he does, because he goes to punch his card, and you see all the other employee cards, and all have that star mm-hmm. that signifies that he's on probation. So, he's not a good guy, this uh, store owner. Bubba. Bubba. Yeah. Now, he keeps calling people Bubba. But people also refer to him as Bubba. I got very confused over the identity of Bubba in this movie. It was a little much. It's like George Foreman and his kids. <laughs> They're all just George. What's up with you, George? Like Georgina. Oh, Georgina. Such a talent. Yeah, and, and Billy is kind of, for all intents and purposes, our hero for this. Even though Yeah, he, he is. Yeah, he's, his main job is to just look at stuff uh, meanly. And fire a rocket launcher when the yeah. time comes. That's true. And Amelia kind of tell other people good how they're being stupid or they're yep. not, you know, it's crazy out there. Don't go out there. He's like, good at that. But then he goes out there like five minutes later. So <laughs> no, a lot of mixed messages coming from Amelia. He didn't really get the the, the leader role. Right? I think that is interesting that uh, Bruce <laughs> Bruce Springsteen was supposed to be in it, and like they're trying to imagine this movie with him as the lead, and like. Can't do it. I like anytime I, I see. Better, to be perfectly honest, <laughs> I just like think of kind of what persona would he have played? Because I feel like Emilio Estevez plays Emilio Estevez yeah. in every movie. Pretty much. It would have been nice to see if Bruce Springsteen would have thrown like kind of attempted the Southern accent, or if it just would have been like the gruff New Jersey. I just looks. imagine him singing all his lines. Can't stop the truck Can't stop the truck without a spark. Messages for. Repeating that over and over again. That'd been interesting. I'd watch that. Yeah, I think I would too, honestly. I, 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 would, I would watch that. But the, yeah, the diner does lose pace after everyone gets comfortable. Yeah. And are like they've accepted their position in life and just to wait it out. And after <laughs> like a day and a half, everyone just goes nuts. Like they just kind of like lose it, randomly getting drunk. They have plenty of food. Like if I was trapped someplace, the diner would be the best. Well, they got video games. They got video games. They <laughs> got will electrocute you, that's fine. Still. That's the price I'm willing to pay. Diner food, which is great, and like you can lay down in those booths. Those look pretty comfortable. It's fine. I would have stayed there regardless of killer truck. Well, and they <laughs> at the at the beginning they tell you the time period of this comet. They say it's for yeah. eight days, this many yeah. hours, this many minutes, blah blah blah, and. They also figure this out too, so they're like they know how long they have to wait. Yeah, it's not yeah. even like a it's not even like the mist where they're just like oh well we gotta stay here now. Do yeah. we go yeah. outside? You know like, and and so it's they have like a time limit to be like okay well we can just wait it out to this many more days. Like it's really not that long of a time. Another Stephen King classic. The mist. Yes, and well honestly tangent that we talked about this. I think I think he has to be on the Hall of Fame. 
<laughs> like I think he has to. I you know like what? number five. Fine. Wrote one, directed the other. Fine. He, his presence, his presence was one. there. Just I mean yes, Stephen King. And this will redeem him for the most. <laughs> it's the same idea. People, strangers, trapped in a place with a unknown threat outside. Well, it's a little bit more known in this one, yeah. but. That that same thing of like there's the, the Bible thumper, there's the different archetypes, there's the, the tough guy, there's like the nagging wife, and and he likes to do that a lot over and over. He likes to trap people in he places. Likes, <laughs> yeah, he likes to make them really uncomfortable and trap them together. But in this movie, uh, the the tedium of waiting around being trapped is kind of glossed over, and I think for the better. You know, that stuff is kind of edited a little mm-hmm. better, so it's just like. Okay, people are stuck here. Trucks doing stuff. People are here. Trucks doing cool stuff. Mm-hmm. So I I appreciated the pacing in this a lot more than the horribleness. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> yes, in comparison. So like at this point, I feel like it gets a little slow. I like at this point, I'm kind of like, okay, you know, like let's speed this up a little bit. Um, so we got the machine gun car golf cart. We have the trucks. At this Did point, research this and see if those actually exist. Because I want one. I was looking at it. I'm like, how do you use it? Does somebody drive and then somebody like stands on the top like a GI Joe figure? I feel like I it's like so. you know those train things that's got like the the seesaw <laughs> yeah. handles. Yeah. Like it's like that thing. Yeah. Like with just a gun mount. That's what it looked like. And so, yeah. And so they're like circling the outside of the keeping. Yeah, keeping them inside almost nonstop too. Which I feel like they could have lasted a lot longer before they needed to get refueled if they didn't constantly circle. Yes. And then they kind of like drove away, and then a convoy came back. Yep. They're just they're like, oh, well, we're we're kind of leaving, but no, still stay in there. I think the trucks were on coke too, to be perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that would make a lot of sense. Pretty sure Stephen King put cocaine in the tailpipe. He's just like at this point, like handing it out to everyone, like while he's making this movie. (laughs) Cuts more coke for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I only pay you in coke now. Um, So at this point, there's the the trucks, as as you said, Keith, are like losing their gas. um, That they start to then honk through Morse code, which the the small boy is the only (laughs) one who knows Morse code to understand them. That's why he got married. And then how do they even know Morse code? And then they're like, okay, so basically... How do they know fuck you an asshole? Good point. So, they're aliens, they can do whatever. Well, they just know, yeah. They just, it's Comet, it's explained, <laughs> it's Normet. Aliens. Maybe the aliens just know how to push our buttons. <laughs> and so, um, they d- they uh, decode the Morse code, and it's basically, hey guys, you know, like, we, we're, <laughs> we're sorry about, like, intimidating you, because we need you to fill us with gas, but we're, we're gonna protect you, but, like, we still hate you. Like, it's like, just a weird, it's and a weird the, thing. the deal kind of seemed like we're only going to not kill you while you're filling up yeah. our gas. And yeah. then after that, Bad it's deal. back to trying to kill you. Yeah. Bad deal. And it's, just, and it's pretty much like, and Matt, you mentioned this, that they're like, oh, well, they're safe if they're in the diner. Like, why don't they just ram? Th- if they want to kill yeah, these yeah. people so bad, why don't they just ram them? Like, yeah. into the store. Because there's no robot that is like an electronic gas filling thing with like tubes sticking out of it. So they have to rely on human people to feed them. Diesel. Then why kill all the human people? You know what? (laughs) They're just making this up as it goes along. Well, and then as they're filling their gas, so they like come to this agreement. They're filling the gas, and then like all the other trucks, like from wherever, are like, oh, like like the trucks were like, hey, come to this truck stop, and then all these trucks are coming to get refilled. It's the only you know truck fueling station within the states, apparently. With, with people yeah. who are alive, they probably went a little kill crazy and I don't want to kill everyone. It's like, oh fuck. Like, Whoops. oh guys, we screwed up. Post a message <laughs> and tell the other trucks that we need humans to work these things. And so this was like the this was like the test store. This was like the pilot yeah. store of like their plan. That was a bad Enslaving deal. Enslaving humans for refueling purposes. Don't help the machine. That's a bad deal. Well and actually so fun fact, the they actually built the set of the truck set. Yeah. Ooh. Like, that was a real thing. They, it wasn't, like, a, a truck stop they used. And it was so realistic that, like, the people in the town actually thought it was real. And, like, <laughs> trucks tried to stop there to, like, get gas. And they're like, no, it's like a set. Like, it's... That's pretty good. Yeah, that, that was a very convincing set. Yeah, I mean, they had a lot of stuff. They have, like, the bathrooms and everything, too, mm-hmm. which was, like, super realistic. Um, and, okay, so at this point, like, the humans are kind of fucked. And they start to decide, like, we need to get out of here. Like, we have to escape. 
And Emilio Estevez somehow knows of this island that has no cars or trucks on it. Yep. Yeah. Which is like right exists. off the coast, mm-hmm. apparently. Yeah. It is right a mile right. away from the, uh, what is it, the harbor that they go and find the, the boat and to sail there. Yeah, which is like, well, pretty convenient. It reminds me a lot of Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the remake where they're like, we need to go to that island. It's a good idea. You should always get on a boat whenever... Disasters. Whatever disasters, right? International waters yeah. where there's pirates. Good choice. Do whatever you want. So they plan to escape to this island. Let's see. What else happens here? Um, there's a whole cache of guns and missiles and stuff underneath this gas station. Which doesn't make not, any sense. Maybe not the best place yeah. to keep missiles. Like a, like a yeah, like a rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah, because bazookas, machine like everything. It was a fully fortified area. There yeah, with why? It seemed like they weapons. had enough to, because there was only like six or seven trucks at the beginning, and had they not made the deal to feed them the diesel, it probably wouldn't have attracted more trucks. They probably had enough missiles in there to just destroy all the trucks around them and escape. So I don't know why they or blowing up the gas. But yeah, true. I mean, like, good point. Um, so like. They make this plan, they get all the guns, and they start to, like, get out of the gas station. And so, um, they do this through the bathroom sewer? Yeah. They, like, sneak to the bathroom, and then, like, go through the sewer underneath, like, where the trucks are, to then, like, get to the other side of the road? I don't even know. The, I don't know. Schematics. Um, so they... End up doing this, there's, like, a big scene with them being chased with, um, the goblin truck, which is, like, the best truck. And it's kind of my favorite. Kind of my favorite. Um, and then we get to our, our scene where there's a grenade, or a rocket launcher to the goblin truck with Emilio Estevez. Um, and then they're safe, and then they go to the on the boat, and it's all happy, and then the end. Oh, by the way, there was a UFO. Yeah, <laughs> which is like the end, and then they do like the ending, like the screen thing too. By yeah. the way, there's a fucking UFO up there. Which I'm guessing this whole deal was aliens. Yeah, it, it was aliens. But the the idea behind the the cars and trucks killing they weren't the actual aliens. They were just meant to kill as many people as possible before the UFO comes down. Because the UFO is just waiting yeah, up true. there to see how things play out, and then it comes down. So that's I think that's how it figured it out. Because like it, it can't just be I I can't imagine like the White House with a, a eighteen wheeler just parked in <laughs> into the Oval Office like that's not how this is gonna end that's not how that works that would be kind of funny though yeah. <laughs> Mr President what do we do <laughs> semi trucks start their own government and democracy <laughs> all Morse code Vin Diesel is elected Vice President <laughs> so was the UFO like were they on the comet? Yeah, it was, it was like hidden in the tail of the comet. Oh. That was they were killed by a quote-unquote Russian weather satellite. Yeah. That was, what was it? It had a laser cannon yeah. and nuclear warheads? Is that what it was? the Russians, yeah. you know, you can't trust them. The laser missiles? <laughs> so Pro. kind of like, again, it's it's almost like the be- like the whole middle is excellent, and the beginning of the end are kind of like, how can we get this explained really quickly and then just wrap this up, like, the end. Yeah. And it was, they escaped when there was still two days left of the mayhem. <laughs> yeah. It was like two days later, the Russian weather satellite right. destroyed the yeah. UFO. So they had a and again, party. like, they could have just waited it out. Like, yeah. They they didn't. You have food, water, <sighs> an arsenal of weaponry. You, you're fine for a week. Hang out. Come and on, Billy. Not a single person wanted to try going into the woods or anything where, you know, where there's trucks and cars probably can't get to <laughs> oh, you. Oh, no, a slight <laughs> incline. You're safe. <laughs> a tree. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. This this movie is definitely more of a, a an idea piece of like, hey, what if this happened? And, yeah, and they, I think that concept is really fun. And and they even, you know, with the ACDC soundtrack, they knew what this was. <laughs> you know what you were signing up for? Green Goblin's fucking face on a truck, which so, is so cool. Oh, and actually, speaking of the Green Goblin head. There's a guy who, like, has it and restored it and, like, what? just drives around to, like, horror Comic-Cons. <laughs> That's pretty And, like, sweet. shows it off. Yeah. Tim Shockey? Hi, Tim. Shockey. Friend of the cool. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Gold star member. We'll find him. Yeah. Cool dude. Um, so, yeah. I said, so, I said my favorite part. Any other favorite parts? 
Mine would definitely be when the truck sneaks up on them at the <laughs> The guy's stealing a ring off some dead lady. He turns yeah. around and there's the truck. Why did like, that even happen? What was the point of that? For something to know. Greed? <laughs> I don't know why you'd be preoccupied with the ring when like there's trucks and other machines trying to kill you. But he could have, uh, and yeah. like at, at no he other did point, come off as a sleazeball. So he's pretty greasy, yeah. And <laughs> like he had so many other opportunities to rob, like to pilfer and take stuff. Why did he wait for this moment yeah. when you're like a foot away from the boat? Ooh, a ring that looks gaudy. I'll take it. Like, that's probably not even real. Costume jewelry. Yeah. And you got smacked in the face by a giant truck. <laughs> so it all worked I can, out. I can seriously only imagine it being like... Dee, 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 dee. <laughs> like it's lifting yeah. its wheels yeah, up. Yeah, like it's... tiptoe. <laughs> oh, that was God. a good part. Yeah, that would be my favorite part of the movie. Just because I, I got a really good belly laugh. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like no fucking way that just happened. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like like I said, that that scene where uh, I think his name is Deep, the the young boy is on his bike, uh, not no motor on that bike, by the way, and just riding through the town and seeing all the mayhem and and whatnot, and they, that did a really good job of telling a story within a story. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, an ice cream truck, it's terrifying. The what was nice. it? The the song for the ice cream truck was King of the Road. Oh, <laughs> nice touch. There's some really like fun little details in this movie. Has anyone read the the short story? No, I'm really interested to give that a try because I'm I'm always curious to know what they leave in and what they take out for movie adaptation. What did they leave in? Yeah, and I mean it's a short story. Like, yeah. well, and it's funny because I was in a half price books the other day, and I was like looking in like the thriller and horror section just because I I like those books, obviously. And like, <laughs> and it was seriously like Stephen King, Stephen King, yeah. Stephen King. Like, like there was almost like a whole cabinet of just like Stephen King mo- like books. And I'm like, oh, that's excellent. But like his books are so big, they're like ridiculously yeah. long. Like how. Crazy his yeah. novels are. Right, people like them. So this one's doable, at least, if you want to read it. Yeah. So, <laughs> favorite part. So, Matt, you like that was yours? Yeah. Just, like, looking at the stories. It was a really cool... The stories, the it setup. A, it was a very creepy atmosphere they set up. It was really well done. Okay. In, in, in like, juxtaposition with rubber, how it just didn't do any of that. <laughs> that's true it was too busy with like hey man we're telling a meta narrative and the audience is in the movie man isn't that cool like, oh, it's fucking up your own ass you know <laughs> it, like it's a terrible film and this just does what it tried to do like a million times better totally and I think rubber would have been better if it was just like this aspect of just a tire yeah. and like other tires like yes. kicking ass that would have <laughs> been way cooler and maybe the tires slowly build into a truck you know, they work together and then they form the 18 wheeler and like, you have the very beginnings and then this movie This starts. is the prequel. Yeah. <laughs> also another good movie with an excellent soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> it did have a good soundtrack. Mr. Oizo, whatever his name was. Something oh, like God. that. Um, Bubba. <laughs> I'm like trying to think of a part I really didn't like. And I, can, I mean, like, all I can really come up with is just like, they it, it's kind of boring in the middle. And then it picked up again. Like, when they're, like, waiting in the diner. Other than that. Nothing else I really was super, like, offended by. Or I was like, oh, I hate that guy. Or like, oh, I hate that certain thing. I definitely like the first half of the movie more than the second half. Because I think, like you said, it it does, the pacing does kind of slow down a little bit. And Mm -hmm. then we have to actually figure out a solution to this thing that has a very easy solution. And they do, like, the hardest way possible to get there. Um, But I think... The, the my least favorite part of this movie is just the overall like the human beings in this movie they're they're not developed at all and when they do get an opportunity to talk it's usually like one or one or two words like they're they're kind of glossed over the trucks are the star of the movie and the, the humans which i'm okay with that <laughs> i mean it thematically makes sense yes yeah no I, I see what you're saying but yeah like the like i didn't feel any particular attachment to the characters i kind of like the couple because they're i think they're probably the most relatable of all the characters and how silly they were, but yeah, I like I kind of like I was kind of hoping that they would all get killed by <laughs> <laughs> like oh man, 
I don't get to see Billy get like chopped up by something or like what? Where are the helicopters? Where are the airplanes? Where's everything else? Well, then it's like it starts. It's the rule thing. It's like yeah. kind of breaking yeah. its own rules. Like a hairdryer will attack you, but not uh, one yeah. of the cars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or a gun. Yeah, like that it's was just... my least favorite thing about it was just a lot of inconsistency. Because mm-hmm. like the guy gets electrocuted by the arcade machine in the diner early on, but then later they're using a jukebox, they're using a ham radio, yeah. they're mm-hmm. using all this electrical machine shit, and no one gets killed, and the trucks are just waiting them out. It was just. Very inconsistent with how yeah. it worked, but and it's unfortunate because there's not really a good fix to it. Because if they say like, okay, only trucks are evil or possessed, then it's like, well, how the hell do they take over the world? That that wouldn't be a huge threat. Mm-hmm. But if everything that has has mechanized or has electricity in it is dangerous, yeah, that would take over the world. That would make the, sense. But yeah. at the same time, you can't beat that. Like that, you're just dead. If that were the actual case, and everything, and the rules was consistent, we would just be killed. We'd be stopped. That'd be the end of it. So they kind of like had to be like, well, okay, well, this car's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when it when it best suits our purposes, yeah, this car's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. You can kiss it if you want. It's not gonna hurt you. Right on the grill. <laughs> Until it sneaks up on you. Stay away from my tailpipe. <laughs> uh, it's well when you talked about um. Curtis and Connie. Yeah. Uh, Yardley Smith said she's, like, super embarrassed about this movie. What? <laughs> and, like, I can kind of see, because she, well, and I guess kind of, like, least part, like, I, she, she was so annoying. <laughs> like, I couldn't yeah, get over she it. Was. She was just, like, a little too much. But, but and so, yeah, yeah, it is. And so I was like, oh, I'm like, but it's such a good movie. Like, she shouldn't be embarrassed. <laughs> I kept closing my eyes and just imagining Lisa. It was very easy to do that. Yeah, she doesn't do much to change her voice to like, yeah, get into character. Pretty much just her voice. <laughs> it's just who she is. This is yeah. this. And How lucky and also unfortunate for her yeah. at the same time. You're just Lisa Simpson for the rest of your life. Two, I, the only two movies I know that she was in was this and Jingle All the Way. Oh, I didn't even know she was in that. Yeah, she, she was, was in Good As It Gets with Ooh. Jack Nicholson too. I like it. She's just racking up the like credits <laughs> here. Three movies in like forty years. <laughs> Nailing it. <laughs> what is she gonna be in her Hall of Fame? <laughs> well, let's watch another <laughs> movie, you know. Let's look up oh. her filmography and just have a, have, make a day of it. They do like a a couple of little like nods to Simpson stuff in the movie. Like that the Simpsons have an episode that's Maximum Homer, Homer Drive mm, where he's That's driving where the they truck. got it from. Alright, that makes sense. And the hitchhiker tells the Bible thumper to eat her shorts right yeah. before we see Lisa Simpson. Yeah. Ooh. Which I was like, oh Clever. That's pretty good. So that was cool. Like just those couple little nods. It's like, okay. They did their homework. <laughs> good for them. Um so do you recommend it? <gasps> I would say, yeah, watch it once, and then that's all you really need. <laughs> really? Not again? Just the one time? Yeah. Just because it's, it's really good, but at the same time, I was just like, I don't know. Half the time I was laughing and kind of feeling embarrassed for them. <laughs> <laughs> it's an enjoyable movie because it's so ridiculous, but yeah, you just need to see it once. Just one time. It has a weird quality to it. That's really hard to find in modern horror films, and I kind of I felt it was weird. I, I had this like I was creeped out and I was unnerved by it, but I was also nostalgic for it. I'm like, oh, this reminds me of like other eighties uh, movies that, mm-hmm. that I watched that I grew up with. And uh, yeah, I I would recommend it. I would also want to show it to my brother, Ayer, and uh, yeah, I I I think it does what it does well. It does expertly well and i can forgive it for its shortcomings with some of the pacing and some of the lack of character development mm-hmm. but you know like you said you know the, the trucks are kind of our main focus here so it should be over the humans that makes sense yeah, yeah. <laughs> thumbs up <laughs> yeah i definitely recommend it seeing it now because like it's been a little bit since i've watched it and every once in a while it'll be like kind of on tv and then like i'll watch it on tv um i feel like it's a little long like, they probably could have shortened a little bit. I mean, like like I said before, like, the couple of parts I didn't really like, just with it being a little slow mm-hmm. in some parts. Not every movie can be as action-packed as Dead Alive. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I'll give it a little bit of forgiveness. But, yeah, I totally recommend it. You should watch it. And I think it's just because it's different. It's not... 
It's yes. different and it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. And so like if you're on board with that, like totally. And like it took kind of a little bit, even still to this day, when I tell people about this movie, like there's people who are like, yes, it's awesome. And then there's people like I've never heard of it. Yeah. And for being, you know, like from 86, like that's a lot of time to I was born. Yeah, like it's yeah, like it's been you know, to to not have like as big of a following, it's still kind of more of a not underground, but not as well known movie. So yeah. Yeah, that's a shame. It's a good movie. It yeah. is. More people should see it. I kept getting it confused with uh, Duel, where the guy's getting chased on the road by that yeah. truck behind him. <laughs> like every time someone would describe this movie, I'm like, oh, that's just Duel. I don't know. It's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. It's, it's, same. It. it's totally fine. Um, yeah. There was some other... I can't think of them right now. I had a couple of... Oh, the other fun fact is that there was an accident during the shooting. <gasps> really? Yes. And that the um the can director... I, can, can I guess where this accident took place? Yes. Was it the bridge scene? No. Oh, fuck. I would have guaranteed. Do you want another guess? <laughs> <laughs> it was it in the diner at some point? No. Um, the remote controlled lawnmower got out of control mm-hmm. and like ran into a support for like one of the cameras and like splintered the wood and like splinters went into the director of photography's face and he lost an eye. Jesus. Yeah. They should have kept that. They should have <laughs> <They should've laughs> been part of the movie. <laughs> they should have videotaped that. They're like, look how devious these machines are. Sorry about your eye, Fred. Yeah, but like, and I guess they ended up settling, or there was some case of people being sued. Yeah, I'm like, that's a little sketchy. He got sued, and Stephen King just gave him a bag of coke. Here you are, (laughs) just a full garbage bag. Hey, you earned it. (laughs) Could you imagine being like the coke dealer for Stephen King? <laughs> I've just been like, yeah, man. Like, I get, I sell my coke to Stephen King exclusively. I just imagine the million dollar man wrestler just walking around like I'm his hookup for coke. <laughs> what a crazy like, that image on my head! I'm like million, just like throwing yeah. bags of coke to people. He's on, his, he's on his little director like cart <laughs> ladder thing. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing it out. What's that uh. thing that directors use that they, they, they begin the scene with a <laughs> You know what that's called? I don't know. Oh. The clamper? <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, know. Stephen King's the clap. Oh. <laughs> they could take t- a lot of different turns. I just imagine him like every time he would do that, just a puff of smoke would just come off it. <laughs> oh, don't worry about that. Ah, that's fine. Let's do this thing. I need to know what that's called. <laughs> Clapperboard. Clap. Okay, yeah. yeah. You're close. Yeah. Well, actually, you nailed it. <laughs> Clapper. Clapperboard. The end. <laughs> um. Yeah. What else do we talk about? <laughs> Well, we, we, there's always time for uh, Ask Dr. Spooky Frankenstein. True. Our most famous of segments <laughs> yep. that are so important. Uh, yeah, questions. There's a mm. lot on continuity. Why is, this, why is this fucking movie so weird? God Good damn question. it. Fucking comets and UFOs that we never see. Although we do get a nice green haze. Yeah, not even consistently either. It's like around Earth, and then like we see it in the sky a little bit, and then sometimes. How fucking terrifying would it be to be Stephen King like editing this film while he's on coke? Well, he hands (laughs) that off to someone else. Oh no, no, you take it. You take it. Those trucks are killing everybody. (laughs) He thinks it's real life. My God, it's a silly movie, but it's the best silly movie. It wins. Yes, it absolutely wins. Well, yeah, it won the movies, right? So. Mm-hmm. And I like, I, I feel like we need to do, I, I want like a collective of like how many movies we've all decided to recommend. So I feel like it's not that many. Yeah, we could create a database. I feel like <laughs> we need some type of spreadsheet. Yeah. There needs to be some type of digital spreadsheet <laughs> that can document this. Um, yeah, I really don't have any questions. That's Usually I like will try to come up with something like, well, then why did this... But yeah. I just am like, no, That's, this movie is just a whole yeah, big fuck up. Why is not a good yeah. place to go with this movie? Yeah. It's the, just the only answer accepted. is cocaine. And, yeah. and that adequately answers it. Yep. Yeah. Why are there missiles under this 
diner. Any problem I had with the movie, that was like enough to justify it for me. Like, yeah. After I read that quote by him, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. It's not so bad then. You know, that's I mean, that's probably a lot right? better than most cokeheads could do. So. Yeah. Good point. Let's give Stephen credit. Steve, yeah, let's give him some credit. <laughs> Stephen. Yeah. That he he pulled this off. Steve. Steve King. Yeah, Steve King. Um, yeah, I got I got nothing. Any recommendations this week? Yeah, actually, I was gonna say. So, um, I saw. It is my spring break this week. From well, from work. I mean, it's not school. Um, so I saw. 10 Cloverfield Lane. Ooh. It's really, really good. Like, I really, I want to talk about it so much that I want to, like, spoil things because of how good it is. Do it. Um, Ruin it for everyone. (laughs) We're now beginning the spoiler cast. So, um, so it's 10 Cloverfield Lane, so immediately, I immediately thought of Cloverfield. Yeah. And I saw Cloverfield. I don't know if you guys did too. Yeah. Um, and that movie's pretty crazy. It's like the first person, you know, camera, super shaky. Yeah, like it's the monster. Footage, was, that, kind of yeah. was that the first, like, shaky cam deal? Like, no, it was that's like Blair Witch. Blair oh, yeah, Witch yeah. First, yeah. Blair Witch. Um, but it kind of had, like, it was an, it was in that, like, resurgence of, like, oh, we haven't seen one of these in a while. Yeah. Kind of yeah. That was pretty um, well done for that. St- I mean, I've seen a lot of those movies that are just pretty much shit. You know, yeah. But it was pretty good. Pretty yeah. Good. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. And again, it was one of those you kind of have to take with a grain of salt. It's a big creature. I mean, it's yeah, essentially it's like Godzilla. Godzilla. It's, you know, but I thought it was cool. I thought the monsters were cool in it. So I thought that they were going to be, like, connected. Yeah. And, like, they're not. And so, really? yeah. And so I, I, I guess I, I didn't do any research into it. So that was a little bit lost on me. Where, like, if I maybe took two seconds to look it up i probably could have figured that out um but so it's not yeah in any way really related unless i don't know someone else is going to come up with some way that it is but um, overfield in it (laughs) um but it's you don't know it's it's like super super good at like keeping you guessing like you don't know who the bad guy is you don't know who the good guy is you don't know what's going to happen you don't know like the next turn that's going to you know like Mm. it's really like a toss-up and you don't know, like, the direction it's going to take. Um, John Goodman's in it, and I love John Goodman as an actor. He's, like, just one of my favorites. And does an excellent job of being, like, super fucking creepy. And um, it's it's really good. I, I really, really recommend it to go watch. Um, so I'm not going to spoil it anymore than that. But yes. I will say spoilers that John Goodman is alive in real life. When I every time I go on Facebook, <laughs> there's those fucking like clickbait uh, websites that pop up on Facebook that says like, like never believe these celebrities yeah, that die. Yeah, like the, 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 the top ten celebrities that you don't know are dead, and it's just John Goodman's fucking face on each one of them. He's the t- he's the top ten. Yeah, he's all of the top ten. Like, he's very much alive and making movies. Leave him alone. <laughs> Liberal media. Good old Dan <laughs> Connor. He's still yeah. kicking. I mean it's. He punched the wall. That's all I remember. <sighs> That's true. He got really upset because his daughter had premarital sex. Back what when that whore. was a... <laughs> <laughs> It was the 90s, man! Well, was it Darlene or was it the other one? I think it was Darlene. Well, it would be Darlene. She has, she has dark hair. <laughs> it, it, what are you trying to yes, say? Because she is therefore the evil sibling. That's how it, it works out. Dark hair. Yeah, and? <laughs> She's the evil parent. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Let's watch some Roseanne. I do love Roseanne. I loved all the Halloween episodes. Yeah, those were all so good. Um. So yeah, I saw that. It was good. You should go watch it. It's the best. I'm trying to think if I watched anything recently, but everything is just like animated or uh, not at horror movies. I realized the other day that I've never seen Scarface. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So I should probably get on that. look forward to that. Our next movie will be Scarface. <laughs> a horrifying tale of Colombians. Have you seen, well, like, other, like... Cuban. Uh, yeah. Cuban. Okay, depending on your perspective. Just say it. Just say it. Let's throw that out there. Man. Yeah, I, I've seen other, uh, like, I, I, you mentioned Serpico. It was made by the same uh, development uh, house as this movie. That was a really good film. Uh, I've seen Goodfellas, obviously. Uh, the Godfather, one, two, and three. Oh, all three of them, guys. <laughs> but yeah, just Casino was wonderful. But yeah, I've never 
made the time for Scarface. Because every time I go to, to play it, it's like two and a half hours. No, thank <laughs> you. I could watch another movie in that amount of time and like eat something. Like The Mist. Yeah, you <laughs> Christ. If your movie's two and a half hours long, you fucked up. Edit that shit. Titanic. Lord yeah. of the Rings. Yeah. All, All Lord of the Rings. All massive fuck up. All the Hobbits. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the Hobbits. Yeah, I haven't really seen... I usually will see like some ridiculous movie like on Netflix. Like one of the ridiculous horror ones. But I haven't really... haven't been on that. Yeah, I don't know. Most I've seen some stuff on Netflix, but it's kind of been more like thriller than horror. Yeah, so, yeah. I go and think, oh, cool, kind of horror, and then it turns out it's more. You know, there's <laughs> not really much horror in it. It's just like thriller crap. What have you watched? Uh, there's one I saw, The Final Girl, which was kind of interesting. It's it was weird. It was sort of this girl like these psychos are kill women, and she you know fights back. One of those movies. Ah, but yeah, and then. Oh, I saw the contracted too. With uh wasn't as good as the first one. Oh. <laughs> there was some Irish or Scottish cop that I wasn't sure if she was trying to hide her accent or if she was supposed to have an accent. <laughs> or maybe the character was supposed better. to hide her accent. Ooh. That's how good an actor mm. she was. Good thinking. Mm-hmm. It's like a Russian nesting doll type thing. <laughs> of <yeah>. talent. <laughs> Chicken egg situation. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, this is kind of an unrecommendation. Oh. Uh, we managed to watch uh, seven whole minutes of The Walking Deceased with, on Netflix, which is a two, 2015 uh, quote-unquote horror comedy that... Uh, I already don't like it. <laughs> no, it was uh, uh, a comical retelling of The Walking Dead and a bunch of other zombie movies that have come out. Hmm. So it's like a spoof decade. movie. Yeah, spoof making movie. fun of Scare the movie. genre. But it's a, a modern day spoof movie, so it's not funny, and it's full of music. <laughs> Thank you, internet. But yeah, it's for the the youngins. The Walking Deceased. Stay away. It's probably gonna make more people watch it. I'm like kind of intrigued. <laughs> we, we caught like the first seven minutes of it, and we're like, well, we're should done. be the challenge. You can make it past. <laughs> seven okay, minutes. Try, try to beat Neil Bog, everyone. Eight minutes on the clock. You the can Walking Deceased. If you can watch it. More than eight minutes and you, you win. What? Self-respect. And <laughs> the shower. Be, I feel like it should be a lack of self-respect. <laughs> it's no. going to make you disrespect yourself. The true winners <laughs> won't watch it. <laughs> they won't even try. They'll just know they're better. They're like, congratulations, you lost. You watched ten minutes of this movie. <laughs> Oh, yeah. The end. No, what else, um, what are we going to watch next? Keith. Uh, I was thinking about The Mouth of Madness. It's your pick. What is that? It's with uh, Sam Neill as well. Oh, God. (laughs) He's going to make it. He's going to make it. Do I need eyes? (laughs) I sure hope so. Can we just start playing? Oh, okay. So give us give us a little give us a little backstory on this. I've actually never heard of this. Uh, yeah, it's I saw it a really long time ago. It's basically Sam Neill. He's uh, a writer, and I forget where he's going. He's either going to like I don't know, meet his agent or some stupid thing. And basically, he ends up in this town that's very similar to stuff he's written. Hmm. And it's kind of like he can't escape this town, can't get away kind of thing. So Interesting. That's, you know, the basic premise of it. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. I'm excited. Well, I think that pretty much wraps it up, guys. That'll do it. Any other fun yeah. facts, comments? No. no. <laughs> you, shouldn't, you shouldn't touch an armadillo because it'll give you leprosy. Yeah. Well, everybody fucking knows that. I didn't know that. Well, don't, don't touch thanks, thanks for telling me. You're welcome. Don't touch his belly. You're welcome. I saw a couple of dillers in Texas. So. Mm-hmm. And that was all they were telling me. It's like, whatever you do, don't touch their belly. It's like, what the fuck? When I touch its belly. Because you pick it up and you go. <laughs> oh, no, no. My fingers fell off. Thanks. <laughs> See? They were helping you. A little diller. Helping me to my death. So next week, Keith's pick. And then you should also check us out. We're online. Oh, yeah. One way ticket to yeah. nailbog at gmail.com. Send us some emails. 
do and it. some love letters. I dare you. As all of you already do. <laughs> just mm-hmm. keep doing it. Um, Matt, where are you on the internet? Uh, you can find me and uh, my first half of my novel on uh, onthedisc.org. That's uh, wrapped up. So go ahead. Give that a give that a whirl. Cool. <laughs> um, Keith? Uh, probably like Facebook or Reddit usually where I'm at on the <laughs> internet. Netflix? Yeah, you know, stuff like <laughs> this that. This is so. the norm. It's the norm. <laughs> I like, I don't want to like not like mention you. So I just like, I'm like, just whatever you want to talk about oh, at this good. moment, Keith. Okay. I'll just throw different stuff out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find me at ReneeKarchuk.com. Yay. I have new art up there. Some fun stuff. Yeah, that's it. See yeah. you guys later. Bye. 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 Love you. Bye. 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 Bye.